Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King NFL Podcast. I'm Jim, sitting to my left is the King, and we're here to talk about the NFL. How you doing, King? I'm excellent, how are you? I'm not bad, mate, not bad. Another week in? Yeah, I've had a nightmare this weekend, as you know. What happened? I uh, I managed to miss our draft because I was on a train <laughs> and I couldn't get any signal. <laughs> you missed our fantasy draft because mm-hmm. you're on a train. I did indeed, mate, I'm sorry. Oh well, the auto draft forgives all. Yeah, I've are you happy with what was picked up for you? Uh, it's all right. I've made some moves already. Mm. Made some moves. So watch out. I'm, I'm think, really not worried. Where's going to do much for me? This year. <laughs> don't ruin all the news we've got here, King, because okay. that's part of injury news. There we go. But uh, yeah, welcome to the show, everyone. It's uh, week three of the preseason, which means it's week three of season two for us as well, King. Mm-hmm. And before we get into our well, it's coming a regular segment. Uh, we're going to go through the news, because obviously stuff does happen it in does. the week between these podcasts. Indeed. Let's start with the biggest breaking news, Sir King. Right, I'm listening. And that is Matthew Stafford. Yeah. The Detroit Lions quarterback. He announced, well, the Lions announced Monday that they have signed quarterback Matthew Stafford to a new five-year, $135 million deal. Wow. Now that deal includes a fifty million signing bonus and ninety two million in guaranteed money. Thoughts? Wow! Wow! First <laughs> that's a, thing. That's a lot of cash. That is. So he's the highest paid player in the league. He is now higher than uh, Josh Gordon and, so, and higher in pay mm-hmm. than Derek Carr, who was the highest paid. Who was for about two weeks? Yes. Um, and the merry-go-round of highest-paid quarterbacks goes on. Yes, indeed. Um, I think that teams just look to lock up their franchise quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. I totally understood the Derek Carr one. He's a Stonewall franchise quarterback. Okay. But not so much That's Matthew Stafford. That's my thoughts on Matthew Stafford. <laughs> you sound like you're being very coy here. I am being coy. I think it's the right thing to do to lock... If you've got a piece that you d- cannot afford to lose mm-hmm. within an organisation I totally understand doing that ask the Bills or Jets what happens if you don't have a Abs- franchise quarterback absolutely absolutely and Stafford is a, a very good player mm. but I don't think he's consistent enough to win a Super Bowl the and- number one pick in 2009 draft king had a good campaign last year mm-hmm. uh, the Lions got into the playoffs for the third time since Stafford showed up yeah which is quite impressive actually but from where they were previously mm. unfortunately they have lost in the wild card on each of those three occasions mm-hmm. And every other campaign, he's had a losing record. That's five seasons. Yep. 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 He also has 108 interceptions in 109 games. He does. Isn't a great stat. No. No, not a great stat. He's um he's just in that middle pack of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But you can't afford to give him up. No, you can't. Because he, he has the ability. He has the tools. He's got one of the best arms in the league. Um he's just not one of those elite guys based on his decision making and, and actually I'll, I'll give him some credit There's he's not always had the best pieces around him he's had one guy in Calvin Johnson what a was, guy who was fantastic but other than that can you name anyone that played quarterback uh, uh, sorry wide receiver wide or receiver um, who's the one that's now the analyst at Nate NFL? Burleson Nate Burleson that's it yeah, yeah. so him yeah, he's elite <laughs> he's, he's a very good receiver. He was a very good receiver. He was. He was a he was a average two or very good three. Hmm. Hmm. Name the really good two or the running. Well, hang on. So now he's got. Well, Marvin Jones was doing all right first half of last season. Golden yep. Tate. 
Golden Tate's solid decent. receiver. Yeah, he's got okay they throw him. They throw him tight ends nearly every draft now. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. They just, uh, he's not had an elite, uh, an elite class um, around him, unfortunately. Elite cast, rather. Um, Fair enough. I just, yeah, so I'll give him some credit there, but I just think that's a lot of money for a player who's uh, who's shown us everything he can. Like you said, he's 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 not new in the league. He's had enough seasons now, so uh, he kind of is where he is. But Yeah, you know what he is. Slightly. There's no more surprises no, with, with no, Matt Stafford. No, he does look like Mr. Potato Head as well. He's got a big head. Big old head, hasn't he? Yeah. Do you know what's interesting? Go on. His little thing I said is interesting that he's now the highest paid player. Yeah. Uh, his best friend from high school, mm-hmm. or like junior school, one of the schools where they're small. Kindergarten. Could have yeah. been any of them. Don't yeah. really know it that well. Should have known that before <laughs> I said it. Uh, one of the schools is uh, Clayton Kershaw, who is the highest paid player in Major League Baseball. Ah. Is his best friend from high... Let's call it high school. Yeah, okay. I might be wrong. Let's do that. But let's put like asterisk. How funny is that? The two highest paid players in two of the major three sports in America mm-hmm. both went to high school together and are best friends. Mm. In different sports. Yeah. Pretty cool. The third sport, of course, is cricket. Yeah. So, the uh, some more news then, quarterback news, mm-hmm. is that despite reports about two weeks ago saying that Brock Osweiler may be the number one choice at quarterback for the Browns, they've now come out and said that Deshaun Kaiser is the number one choice at quarterback to start week one for the Browns. Have with they announced him as starter? Cody, yeah, with Cody Kessler as number two and Hogan as the third. So they're actually looking to trade out uh, Osweiler now. Or cut him. Well, yeah. If you can't get a trade for him, then you just have to cut him. No. So basically this was what we all thought it was, which was an exercise to get a second round second, yeah. uh, second round pick. Yeah. And try and move up the draft again for one of those quarterbacks if Kaiser's not the guy. Thoughts um, on Kaiser? He's obviously impressed in preseason. Yeah, he... If he didn't play terribly in his last year, mm. if he played as well as he played in the previous years, he probably would have gone first overall this year. They would have taken him first instead of Garrett. Yeah. So actually, they might have got one of the steals in the draft. Mm. But he played badly because he's immature, doesn't listen to coaching, and is erratic as an erratic passer. So is that conducive to NFL success? Probably not initially. Um, but you like to think he'd get over it because the people that can't be coached that was the re- the real issue erratic throwing I can get he's a young guy he lost a lot of his weapons you're going to make mistakes he did and he lost a lot of his weapons they had a really good team a lot of th- this tends to happen in college same with Jake Locker is you have a really really good team around you some of those other guys who aren't necessarily known as being elite you are as the quarterback go this is my best opportunity because it's the best year I've had if yeah. I can't emulate this I'm, my draft stock's going to be worse than it is now I'll declare. So you've got all these junior wide receivers and running backs and stuff declaring, and all of a sudden you're left with rookies and uh, sort of freshmen and and sophomores. So uh, it is more difficult to play. So I kind of understand that. It's the coaching thing and the fact that his coach slated him and said he wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't a classy move. Really, it wasn't was a classy it? move from his coach. He shouldn't have done it. But it's the fact he said it means he must have felt that it was justified. So I'm a bit. That's the only worry. But hopefully he's matured now. He's he's away from home. And with Hugh Jackson there, Hugh hopefully Jackson. he's got yeah, a good, he's a, good he's coach. A good coach. Yeah, a good supportive coach uh, around him. Stern, but fair. So he's definitely that, isn't he? You can see it's a kind of coach that put his arm around a young quarterback and yeah. go, look, you know, you're my guy. And yeah, let's and just it, go and win some games or uh, lose also, games, whatever. And also, what what I think could help him is he's also someone who will put the onus on you. He he won't 
he'll make you be accountable for your own actions. So from that perspective, you can't help. It's fight or flight, essentially. You're either going to mature or you're not the guy and you're going to go. And he's not he's not afraid to pull the trigger. So uh, I think he's with a really good coach for that system. And I think that I actually think he'll step up. But I don't know. I, I want to see him do well. I want to see him do well. And I've got a bit of a soft spot for Hugh Jackson as well. Yeah, despite I like the him. fact he's coached two of my rivals. Yeah, I like him. I think yeah, he's a good coach. Yeah. Um, Kaiser says all the right things. Very charismatic guy as well. So he's someone mm. that, as a Browns organization, they're probably gunning for him to be the face of the franchise. Yeah. Good looking dude. Charismatic, funny, charming. Because that's all Osweiler's got. He's the off the field. <laughs> he's charismatic. He says all the right things. Yeah. And he's still saying he just wants to be a good teammate and everything. Which is hopefully going to try and, well, for him, hopefully going to try and get him onto another roster. Yeah, well, but, he's got uh, it now, yeah, because this is his opportunity. But he's uh, he's going to be paid £60 million regardless, so he'll be absolutely fine. Let's move on. Yeah. We've got so much more to talk about. Let's. Let's go into the unfortunate world of injuries. Okay. Let's start with Vontae Davis. I like him, cornerback. I know. The Colts' number one cornerback will miss multiple weeks following a groin injury picked up on Monday. The 29 year old had foot surgery during the off season and he's missed time for ankle injuries, a concussion, and a separate groin injury already. Mm. So, and he cried, that ain't good. And he cried on hard knocks. He did. What, he did? <laughs> yeah, I okay, we just saying yeah. facts about Fonte Davis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this does mean, King, that rookie Quincy Wilson's got a chance to step up as there's precious little talent in that indie backfield. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's a sh- real shame for him, uh, for them, because he's, uh, he's one of those shutdown guys. He's mm. uh, he's real elite when he's on when he's healthy. Um big physical guy so that's, they're going to really miss that because mm. they need people to keep other teams off the field because their offensive line's not helping Andrew Luck who is not playing either no <laughs> that's no. going to be interesting isn't it mm. that AFC South well, what's annoying is it's a really good draft for quarterbacks which is the only real assessments I've done to this point so <laughs> if they have a high draft pick they're not going to pick a quarterback so no it's going to be a bit of a weird one <laughs> okay uh, let's look at us. Okay, so we've got some season enders. Obviously, some were old ones. Julian Edelman is out for the year with an ACL. That's a shame. Ah, oh, I mean, this guy, he puts up numbers. He's one of my favourite players. I yeah. just like his tenacity. I like his physicality. And he's... I like that he talks as well, frankly. Okay. I just like that he does that, so... He's mm-hmm. uh, he's you know he's he's just a blue collar player. I think he's uh, and he's got great beard. <laughs> great, yes. Mm, get a bit jealous. He's got some time to grow it now as well. So uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Too right. <laughs> uh, next uh, injury news from the last week then was uh, where are we? Cameron Meredith. So Bears wide receiver Cam Meredith suffered a, a suspected torn ACL during their preseason game against the Titans. Yeah, that's not good news because Cam Meredith had a really good end to last season, two back-to-back hundred-yard games in 2016 campaign. Yeah, real shame actually. I, he sort of came out of nowhere really. I, it's it's funny. This is where something like I know we joked about fantasy earlier. It's one of those things where those unknown guys really get noticed, and, and yeah. fantasy's helped sort of young unknown guys. Sort of Terrell Williams last year as well, mm-hmm. Cameron uh, Meredith, um, become more household names. Um, yeah, I noticed him sort of earlier on in the season and picked him up and, and he did wonders for my team. Um, and then you start to take notice and you watch the film and you're like, actually, this guy's this yeah. guy's could be could be a really good player. I don't, I don't necessarily think he's one of those number ones, but very good number two. And for a team that's that's lacking talent, frankly. Well, they've, um, they've got rid of Olshon Jeffrey. Yeah, that's the problem. Kevin White can't stay healthy. Uh, so, or Cash. And, 
or catch when he's healthy. And then you've just lost Cam Meredith for the entire season, so... Yeah, they're struggling. Schlim pickings. Schlim pickings. Adam Shaheen's going to be busy. Yes, <laughs> Shaheen is all over it, yeah. Can't wait. Um, yeah, real shame. Shame for him. Yeah. Uh, let's get away from injuries for a minute, shall we? Let's. So let's talk about some trades. Mm-hmm. Vance McDonald has been traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yes. For a so, fourth round pick. Well... No, I'm I'm saying that's a really yeah. good bit of business. Yeah. I wasn't taking the Mickey out of your team for once. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so this comes from Timothy Rappert Bleacher. Tight end Vance McDonald has been traded to the Pittsburgh Steelers on with a fifth round pick in exchange for a fourth round pick next year. McDonald had signed a contract extension nine months ago, but the 49ers under new ownership have now had got fifth rounder George Kittle, Logan Paulson, Garrett Selleck and Blake Bell at tight end. So they've got enough options. Interesting uh, thing, obviously, Niners didn't have a good season last year. No. McDonald, who's 27, played 11 games last year, had 24 catches for 391 yards and four touchdowns. That, hilariously, was first in touchdown receptions for the team and third in receiving yards for the Niners. 300 yards. Mm. Didn't Julio Jones have 300 yards in one game? Uh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lean year for the Niners in, oh. uh, in receiving. Yeah, it was. Um, I think that's a really good pickup for you guys. It's not bad, yeah, a bit of experience. Yeah, because you wanted, uh, was it um, Ladavius Green or what his name was last Ladarius year? Ladarius Green. Ladarius Green. Like you don't I'm know. Latavius, yeah. <laughs> Ex-Charger. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Um, he, um, he, you wanted him to be the guy. Yep. And he wasn't, so no. hopefully Vance will be. Hopefully he can get you 300 yards this year. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, let's also look at Ahmad Brooks. So the long-time Niner mm. has now been released uh, last Friday, actually, by the 49ers. He's over in Green Bay having a visit, hoping to get on the roster. All right. They think that maybe the Broncos have some interest in him as well. But Okay. That's still in flux. Yeah, a bit of a legend. It's a shame to... Mm. You kind of hope these players that have been real loyal to a team get the opportunity to... Sort of See out. Have a have, they at least know when it's coming, so it's not a yeah training camp cut. But it's uh, <laughs> a bit of a shame, really. It's a bit close to the start of the regular season, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but they you know they're cleaning house clearly, so that's yeah. um, I think that's a good move for them as an organization. I just feel bad for a guy when he's uh, he's you know he's been an advocate for your organization for a very long time. I, th- I feel like he has been the mainstay along with what was Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. Navarro Bowman, those three. That were, was a good defense. They were probably the best linebacking core for about four years in the league mm. yeah so we wish them our books uh, luck yeah absolutely so not the, Andrew Luck though because <laughs> we wish Andrew Luck luck yeah you don't wish not luck Andrew luck? Luck's luck no he's got bad luck right now <laughs> oh, he's out of luck uh, right so the other ones though there's some people that are being offered King okay so what I'm going to do very quickly there's only a, there's only a few but let's say that you are the GM oh thanks for springing of this on me of the Los Angeles Chargers yeah I'm going to give you some names okay and would you take them I'm the char- I'm the Chargers GM. very specifically the Chargers GM because you'll take anything so <laughs> don't pull that face okay let's you've uh, got even if they just fill in your 27,000 seat stadium yeah <laughs> so Brock Osweiler for the Browns no not even as a backup? No, because we've got someone else. <laughs> Who's your backup? From, from the Bills. <laughs> oh my God, I can't remember his name. Oh God, this is terrible. That is terrible. The guy we traded for from the Bills. Who's the t- sophomore player from Ohio State. 
Well, I'm glad you know this. I do know it as well. He started four games last season for Ohio State, or two years ago for Ohio State, and then got dropped after winning the national title with him. Cardell Jones. That's the one. <laughs> I didn't know who I meant. I just couldn't remember his You've name. You've also got Kellen Clemens and Mike Berkovici. Yeah, no, I'm good for Brock Osweiler. You don't want Brock Osweiler you. in No, you have to take his contract on. <laughs> Maybe they'll a, do a deal. If it's a buyout, then maybe. I think they've got... They've, they've, uh, Brown's got to pay a 16 mil deal anyway. Oh, yeah. They've already... Yeah, because he, he was they've there for the signing bonus. Yeah. Signing bonus, yeah. yeah so, well, really, there's no there's no drawback there, apart no. from you've got Brock Osweiler on the team. Yeah, I don't want him. No? No. All right, all right. How about Jake Ruddock? Lions backup quarterback. No, stop giving me backup <laughs> quarterbacks. I'm good. It's not me doing it. it. These are the actual teams that are looking to get trades out of these players. Yeah, no, I'm good. Thank no? you. Okay, okay. All right. What about... Former Pro Bowl cornerback Joe Hayden from the Browns. Yeah. You take him? You need the cornerback. You taking him? Yeah, I'll take him. Excellent. Hey, we've made a sale. So is he on the chopping block? Someone ring Sashi Brown. Yeah, he's on the chopping block. They're aggressively trying to get rid of him. Interesting. It is interesting. He, I think, has been in the top 30 of the top 100 players three of the last four years. Mm. He's a known name, isn't he? He's a very good player. Former Florida Gator. Let's try another cornerback then. Okay. As we're on the roll now, Marcus Williams, cornerback for the Jets. Uh, no. No. <laughs> There's some lines you won't cross. Well, yeah, I'm not, I'm not having a Jet. The Jets are trying to get rid of a player. I'm not having what? Okay, okay. Let's try a different Jet then. All right. Matt Forte. Would you take leg end Matt Forte? No. Oh. Got Melvin Gordon. Yeah, but you can have more in the backfield. Could. Don't want him. Don't want Matt Forte. Nope, don't want him. <sighs> all right, I tried. Uh, two more then. Mm-hmm. First of all, Cameron Irving. Ha- hang on, go back. What? How old is Matt Forte now? Matt Forte, he's 48. No, <laughs> no, he's 33, probably. <laughs> no, I'm good. Still good. Two more. Go on him. Cam Irving, offensive lineman for the Browns. He was a first round pick in 2015. He so was. Yeah. And I so don't care. <laughs> Mate, we got Joey Broser. Got yeah, it's an offensive lineman, not oh, defensive. N- no. Still don't want Cam Irving? No. Not even on the roster? Mm. Do you think you can find a roster spot for him somewhere? Probably. Ooh, I'm starting to give up to you now. injuries now, haven't we? So. You have. Yeah. Everyone gets injuries on the O-line. Yeah, all right then. I'll have him as well. Hey. Delio. Last but not least. I'm serious. Okay. TJ Ward, safety for the Broncos. Are you being serious? Yeah, I'm being serious. Hells yeah. <laughs> are you joking? The Broncos are trying to engineer a trade for TJ Ward. In division. They're not training to us. Well, I don't think they do it to you specifically. In but. division. Oh, yeah. All day long. Yeah. I'll from a sixth round pick. <laughs> Get him off the roster. They might be looking for more than a six. I don't know what they're looking for. But six round pick seems a bit shallow for TJ Ward. I want to see what his contract situation is. He's like. got a ring. I don't care. I don't care if he's got a ring. <laughs> well, I think that was pretty successful out of the list of uh, names that are being yeah, shopped right now. I'd take those two in the secondary, r- build up a real, real strong defence with that sort of emerging front seven. Mm. Yeah, I'd take that. Bolster the old secondary, Joe Hayden and uh, a bit TJ Ward. Oh, No Marcus Williams, though. No room for the Jet. I'd, no. no. All right. No. <laughs> I'd take Wilkerson if they if They're want not to, offering Wilkerson. Don't care. I'll offer him. Or Sheldon Richardson. Mm-hmm. One either, of the two. either of those two I'll, I said last year about our, trading our second round pick for him I know you did 
Why aren't you talking to the Chargers right now? I don't know. Can you imagine Bosa and Wilkinson on that line? (laughs) I'm trying not to. God. That would be amazing. All right, King, what's the news? Yeah, I like that. Thank you for that little trade, Dirk. I liked it. That's all right. Mm. Well, there's just too many to go through. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's take a break. Let's come back and do our feature then for the week. Let's. Welcome back to part two of the Jim and the King NFL podcast. Okay, King, well, we've been through the news, so now it's time for us to delve into the AFC East rosters. Yep. So we've been to the West, to the North. This week, it's the East. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about the AFC East, unfortunately, there's one team that dominates the East like no other. Uh, yeah, there is. There is. The Jets. Miami... Oh, sorry. No, you didn't. <laughs> I was guessing. I don't know. No, no, no. Unfortunately, it's the New England Patriots. It okay. is just the New England Patriots. From Boston. Yeah, they are from Boston. Uh, they've been busy this off-season as well. Yeah. They didn't do much in the draft, but they were busy in the off-season. They didn't do much in the draft because they traded the first-round pick for Brandon Cooks. Mm-hmm. Traded another pick for a cornerback, Stephen Gilmore. Yes. So, yeah. So let's talk about that, right? So, yeah. Stefan Gilmore, $65 million deal, five-year contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lawrence Guy from Baltimore, defensive lineman. He's a 13.4 mil mm-hmm. for four years. You had uh, David Harris, linebacker, come across from the Jets for five mil. They re-signed Dante Hightower as well, a linebacker. Uh, and That's then, a really big pickup for them. That is, he's yeah. He's a leader. He was brilliant in the Super Bowl as well. Rex Burkhead. The mm-hmm. running back. Yep. So, LeGarrette Blunt's not there this year. No. Nope. He's with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they signed Burkhead from Cincinnati for 3.1 mil uh, on a one-year deal. Yep. And Brandon Bolden as well from... He was a uh, re-signed, I think. Yeah, he was, yeah. Yeah. Put the wrong colour on it. Sorry. That's all right. And uh, they picked up two wide receivers, KJ May from Tennessee mm-hmm. and Tony Washington from Jacksonville. Yep. Uh, they also signed uh, Andrew Hawkins from Cleveland on a one-year deal, but he's on the injured reserve list. Right, okay. So they get Gillisley as well? They did pick up Mike Gillisley, mm-hmm. but there must be a reason why I didn't put it on. I don't know. I thought uh. it was. I thought they picked <laughs> he's him there. up. He's, he's there. He's there. All right. <laughs> he's there. <laughs> Brandon Cooks is there, two editions. Yes, Brandon Cooks is there. Stephen Gilmore's there. So basically what they're doing is they're stealing from the poor and keeping making... for themselves? <laughs> is that a phrase? I don't know. I guess. But they're making a bad Bills team worse because they're two of their better players. So. We were going to talk about the Bills. They've done a lot of mm. messing about over the off-season. Yeah, indeed. Typically indeed. the uh, the home of, uh, of a bad team when they have to trade out so many players but uh yeah it's um that's never a good sign um just going back to the patriots let's go back to the patriots because they are so good uh they're (laughs) gonna win the division again yeah yeah probably are yeah um should we find out who they lost in the off season yeah why not okay so let's have a look at this then so first up is logan ryan cornerback has gone to tennessee on a three-year 30 million dollar deal he's a good player very good player yeah him and butler were sort of like two very good cornerbacks that complement each other quite well. So, uh, well, well. but they went out and got Stefan Gilmore. So they've, uh, they've <laughs> odd man out. They've replaced yeah one out one in. <laughs> very much the Patriot way. Yes, good pickup for Tennessee though. Jabal Shear, defensive linebacker, 
sorry, outside linebacker, well, offensive, outside yeah. linebacker mm-hmm. has gone to Indianapolis on a three-year, twenty-five and a half million dollar deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's all right. I don't think <laughs> make a big difference. Martellus Bennett. Yep. So he was a short-term addition at tight end from the Bears. He's gone to Green Bay now for three years and twenty-one mil. It's a nice move on, isn't it? Yeah, it's good for him. He's um, he's a very good player. Um, and was a good team guy and stepped up when Gronk got injured. So yeah, they've uh, been looking for a, a second tight end after I can't remember who it was that uh, <laughs> we <laughs> need to stop mentioning him. Yeah. Well, when they move on from him, <laughs> they got Dwayne Allen's moved in there. Yeah, I think they just uh, what they want is a complimentary person to Gronk who can yeah. run routes, doesn't necessarily need to be a big guy and won't get arrested. Um, yeah, ideally. Yeah, ideally that'd be nice. Uh, Chris Long, mm. defensive end, has gone to Philly for two years, four and a half mil. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. he um he was good from a leadership standpoint, made some key plays for them, um, but it, w- it wasn't the same impact player he was for for many many years with the Rams. Yeah, uh, Barcavius Mingo, yeah, another outside linebacker from Cleveland. He's now gone to Indy on a one year, two million dollar deal. He was only there for one year, so I don't think yeah. that makes a huge difference. It was a rental, wasn't it? He was, yeah. And uh, Michael Floyd has gone to the Minnesota Vikings. Yep, yep. Again. Uh, Moved on he after moved some on. indiscretions. Yeah, that's fine. Fair enough. Again, he was never. He was just a pickup to, you know, no one wanted him. No one wanted to take a risk following that DUI. <laughs> no. Um, well, Minnesota did. Yeah, yeah. Now, but it's 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 another classic, isn't it? Where you go to the Patriots to prove your worth again, and then, like Akeem Talib did. Yeah. And yeah. then you uh you get to move on. Maybe get a ring while you're at it. Yeah, maybe get a ring. Yeah. Uh, I would talk about draft picks at this time, but okay. there were only four. Two of them in the third round, so it's Derek Rivers, who you, you love. I do like Derek Rivers. And yeah. uh, offensive lineman Tony Garcia at uh, Troy. Mm-hmm. So there were two third round picks. Uh, Dietrich Wise, a defensive lineman in the fourth. And Connor McDermott in the sixth for okay. UCLA. Again, offensive lineman. So Yeah, Rivers is the standout there. I think he can make a difference. He could potentially start for them. Yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, the other one just interior lineman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, don't know enough about it playing in the trenches to to be a sort of real analyst from that standpoint. But I think Rivers is uh, he's just an athletic freak, so I think that that could be a, a nice nice pickup and good value in the third round. Two questions then on the on the Patriots. Mm-hmm. First of all, how big a loss is Edelman for the season? Huge loss um, for every other team except the Patriots. <laughs> I still think he's a massive loss for them. He's um, he's one of the best receivers in the league, frankly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're absolutely going to miss him, but it's another next man up sort, sort, sort of scenario. It's almost... And they've got I mean, Danny Amendola, who's, who's similar, but not as explosive as Edelman is, um, who can come in and, and, and fill a gap. I mean, he, he is very good, but you shouldn't draft him in like round three of a fantasy draft if you're I, thinking of drafting Edelman I know I we joked about me missing actually missing the draft yeah and I thought I was going to end up with him um, and that would have been my own fault because I missed the draft <laughs> but there is no way that anyone should draft him there's no excuse to. Uh, you shouldn't draft an injured player it's ridiculous no, Especially no not, not out for a season no. um, <laughs> and uh, what was the other one the other question is then mm-hmm. we ask it every year yep but Tom Brady is yep. now 40 years old 40 yep what do you reckon what do I from what what perspective do I want his life yes (laughs) 
do you think we're going to see a couple of games from uh, Jimmy Garoppolo or Jacoby Brissett? Um, no. If he's fit, no. You don't think if they get to their 12 wins they'll bench him for four games or no, whatever? No, they never normally do. I know they don't normally, but he's 40. Don't care. He likes playing. The fountain of the youth apparently is getting with a Brazilian supermodel. That's apparently everyone's keep, fountain of youth. Apparently that'll keep you young. <laughs> Rumour has it that works. So, uh, mm. yeah. He, um, he's just a bit of a legend. He keeps himself out of trouble, so you'd like to think. What? <laughs> he's just, he's out of trouble on, the fo- on the football field. What? <laughs> on the football field. Where are those balls being thrown? Oh, not there. <laughs> not the balls. No, as in, like, he doesn't take hits. Mm. Get over to Gate now. Come on. <laughs> that was just hilarious. You said it like not even a hint of I irony. I don't even care. I don't even care. He could have played with flat balls and used them as frisbees if he wins football games. Well, I, do are rumors. I do not right. care. I do not care. Anyway, he keeps himself out of harm's way. Mm, mm. Um, <laughs> yes. To some extent. So from that perspective, I think uh, he's not a, he hasn't racked up as many miles as someone like Peyton Manning has. That is true. That is true. Yeah. Plus, he's Uh, been out for a whole season and stuff before as well, so he has missed one. Yeah. It's his 18th season in the league, so it's still 17 seasons he's he's played. Yeah. And how many of the last four Super Bowls has he been in? Two. Three? Yeah, three. One, two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Just... (sighs) He's very good. (laughs) (laughs) It's on the cover of Madden. Let's move on from the 14-2 and England Patriots. Mm -hmm. To the ten and six Miami Dolphins. Yes. What a good season for them last year. Mm-hmm. Um, hasn't all gone their way so far in the fact that their number one quarterback Ryan Tannehill is out for the season. We think. Uh, we think so. Yeah. Yeah. Unless something else happens and like by the end of the regular season. But don't worry, Dolphins fans. <laughs> the second coming is here for you. Hmm. David Jay. David Fails was picked up from Chicago for six hundred ninety thousand uh, on a one year deal. They okay. also <laughs> there was another Chicago quarterback, of course. Mm-hmm. Jay Cutler mm-hmm. comes out of the booth before he's even really got in there. Yep, uh, a ten million one year deal. Good for him. Well, yeah, and uh, it's not the worst deal that the Dolphins could have made. I mean, he's had he's got twelve years experience. He has. He's still got a very good arm. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, if it all goes wrong, you've still got David Fails and uh, Matt Moore. <laughs> David <laughs> Fails, he's your backup. I know, it's, yeah, it's not, not spelled the right way, but it's not a great name for uh, for anyone, really. No. Fails. Fa- <laughs> <laughs> Let's look at the other people they brought in, because yep. it's not just quarterbacks from Chicago. Yep. Uh, you've got Ted Larson from Chicago, mm-hmm. <laughs> centre slash guard. Uh, Three-year, three 500... Uh, five, sorry, 5 mil, 6.5. That's a really weird number. It's a weird number to say, especially when five you say million six hundred fifty thousand. Yeah. yeah, I was trying to get it around. Yeah, five like. million point six five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you say right. any number like all that, right, it sounds jackass. ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk about cornerbacks. Aldron Verner has come across from Tampa Bay yep. on a one-year rental mm-hmm. for under a mil. Uh, who else you got? You got Ray Maraluga from Cincinnati. Cincinnati linebacker. Yeah. Yep. One year rental and Lawrence Timmons. So that's two old men linebackers coming in. That one from Pittsburgh on a two year, twelve million dollar deal. Yeah, but Maluk um, has never been the most athletic, so the older he gets, no. the less effective he's going to be. Whereas Timmons is still a good player and should bring some sort of credibility and and a winning mentality from Pittsburgh. 
Um, yeah. But hide your, hide your wallets, boys. Hey, what? What? What are you saying? What? You're saying steal it? What? <laughs> no. Why are you saying hide your wallet? No. No, you're nodding on a podcast. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. All right. They also brought in Nate Allen from Safety and uh, TJ McDonald Safety from Oakland and LA, respectively. Yeah, just two uh, two vets now. And a nice little bit of news. Anthony Fasano, the old Dolphin, has come back to Miami mm-hmm. uh, from Tennessee. Nice. On a one-year $2.750... I did that on purpose. $2.75 million deal. <laughs> bit of old man Titan action for you there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, of course, Julius Thomas in his second year now with the Dolphins. Yep. Okay. Shall we look at the players they lost over the offseason? Yeah. Before we go on to talking about them properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, first of all, Dion Sims, tight end, has gone to Chicago for three years, 18 million. Yep. So, they've got to give someone back to sh- from, uh, you know, to taking Chicago. everyone from Chicago. Got to give someone back. Yep. Uh, Earl Mitchell, defensive tackle, has gone to San Fran, mm-hmm. four years, 16 mil. Jelani Jenkins, outside linebacker, has gone to Oakland for a year. TJ Yates, quarterback, has gone to the Bills. Uh, Dion Jordan, defensive end, high draft pick for them. Very high draft pick. Has gone to Seattle for one year. Uh, Bakari Rambo, there's a name that you That's want. That's an excellent name for a football player, yeah. Strong safety's gone to Buffalo. And Spencer Pacinger, probably not the best name, uh, New York <laughs> Jets for one year. So, uh, and th- oh, quickly just touch on the draft then, shall we? So, uh, Charles Harris was their first round pick. Yeah. Defensive end from Missouri. Yeah, good pick. Raquan McMillan, linebacker in the second round from Ohio State. Yep. And then you've got Cordea Tankersley. Cordrea Tankersley. I was worrying how to say that and I got it wrong probably both times. There you go, yeah. Cordrea Tankersley. Mm-hmm. I can say it now. It's cornerback from Clemson. Uh, very defense heavy. I think the uh, Charles Harris pick was good because get yeah. to learn for a couple of years from Cameron Wake. Um, before he sort of steps in, which worked quite well for Shane Ray with uh, Demarcus Ware mm-hmm. over in uh, over in Denver. So uh, fingers crossed that they'll have the sort of same that'll have the same sort of effect on him. What are the uh, the hopes then for Miami, as far as you're concerned, this year, King? Because ten and six is not to be sniffed at. Ten and six is not to be sniffed at, and I think if they can get to six and ten, they'll be pretty pleased. <laughs> oh, no, really? I'm not, no, I'm, I don't think any of the moves they've they've made have been bad. I'm, mm. I'm more, I think it's just so it's so impactful not having your franchise. Tannehill keeps making steps and then gets has little setbacks and things, and it's just one of those. It's just one of those things. You look at the last few years of Jay Cutler; he's retired for a reason. You know, I know he's come straight out of retirement, so he's not really a retirement because it's just like he's had an extended holiday <laughs> but he's not he's not been winning many games over the last few years yeah he's probably got a stronger supporting cast in, in Miami than he's had in his last few seasons at at the Bears but at the same time I just until I see what it looks like I, I can't say that they're going to win more than six games this year oh what do you think? Because you just shrugged at me then. Well, I think that's a bit harsh, really, because, like you said, none of the picks they've made in the off-season right. have been bad. Like Adam Gase as well. Yeah. Mm. I do like Ryan Tannehill as well. I think he gets a bit short shrift from... He's uh... not playing all year. No, I know. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> you ask me what I think about this season. All right. Yeah, it's a fair point. Uh, Jay Cutler was retired for a reason. Exactly. Um... See, I'm not trying to be harsh to... The d- Dolphins? No. 
they're an iconic franchise. I want them to mm. do well, but they have lost their franchise quarterback. <laughs> And they're playing Jay Cutler. <laughs> so I think six wins is a fair assessment without seeing anyone play. All right. Let's move on then. Mm-hmm. Let's move on because there's nothing to see there. No. Uh, to the Buffalo Bills. Yep. They ended seven and nine last year. Okay. So not great. Um, this is going to take a while to get through them, King, because we talked about you know teams that do a lot of movement probably didn't have a great team to begin with last year. Yep. And seven and nine isn't the worst record in in the league, but even so, they got rid of eighteen players oh from God. that team, and they Can we brought have the cliff notes. Yeah, I'm not going to go through all of them, and they brought in twenty one. Oh God! Can we have cliff notes? In now? fact, there are only forty nine players left from the 2016 roster. When you include all the rookies, they brought in the draft picks. Oh God! So it's just just over fifty percent of their roster is completely brand new. Um. If I go through some of the... That's just ridiculous. Uh, let's try and find a big name. Stephon Gilmore, They've obviously, to the Patriots we talked about. I was talking about them that's come in first. Let's do the nice ones. Oh. Uh, Ryan Davis is coming at defensive end from Dallas. Okay. It's not bad. It's okay. Patrick DeMarco, uh, fullback, and uh, Mike Tolbert, fullback from Atlanta and Carolina, respectively. Yeah, I like both of those. They're a bit legends. They've been knocking around for a while. Yeah, six years and ten years in the league. Demarco was um, Demarco was the ex Falcons. Yes, for many many years, and Tolbert's been around the block. Yes, <laughs> well, Demarco was for eight point four mil. Uh, Tolbert was for just under a mil. Uh, Vladimir Dukas and Kareem Barton, two guards they've brought in from Tennessee and Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've brought in Stephen Hauschka, a kicker. Nice. So that's a good step up for them. Good pick up. Uh, they re-signed Lorenzo Alexander, at linebacker. He, yeah, but he's about 36. And he's, he's 34. his first good year last year. <laughs> All right. It's two years, 5.95. No, that's not a bad pick up then. <laughs> Thank so, you. Solid bit of business. Uh, they also brought in Sam Barrington from New Orleans at linebacker and Gerald Hodges from San Fran at linebacker. Okay. Uh, then QB, they brought TJ Yates, we talked about a minute ago, mm-hmm. from Miami. Uh, running back they brought in Joe Banyard and Taiwan Jones from Jacksonville and Oakland respectively uh, big signing they did was Micah Hyde safety from Green Bay a 5 year 30.5 million dollar deal yep he's a good uh, player very good year last year big big step up in, uh, yep. in personnel there at safety yeah and he's uh, he'll be really good for that community as well he did a lot for Green Bay so uh, he's just one of those real sound Mm. sound guys you want to see do well so yeah, uh, yeah nice pick up from the Bills there they also brought in uh, Jordan Poyer from Cleveland four year 13 mil uh, safety and Bakai Rambo we talked about a second ago uh, wide receiver they've brought in four wide receivers Philly Brown from Carolina Jeremy Butler from the Chargers and Andre Holmes from Oakland as well as Rod Streeter from San Fran yeah all average yes not <laughs> well they've lost uh, Sammy Watkins they have so that's some. That's most of the people in. Okay. Let me go for all of them. Uh, so who they've lo- lost out on? I'm not going to talk about the smallest ones, but uh, the biggest one was Stephon Gilmore to the Patriots. Yep. Uh, Robert Woods and Marquise Goodwin, two wide receivers out the door for LA and San Fran. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Brown, inside linebacker, has gone to Washington. Uh, Lorenti McRae. Yep. To Jacksonville for two million. Mm-hmm. Corey Graham, free safety, has gone to Philadelphia. Garrison Sanborn, long snapper, has gone to Tampa Bay. 
Uh, we can stop at we can stop there I was thinking yeah because underneath that we've got people like Cyrus Coandro EJ Manuel Chris Gregg EK Alec Pelly they don't care are you making up names now I could be no one knows mate Corbin Bryant Um, yeah they've um, (laughs) and obviously the Watkins loss as well was was a big one yeah for him I know he can't stay healthy but he uh, he's a dynamic playmaker when when fit and when actually being thrown to when fit but Mm. he has been a bit of a a noose around the neck, hasn't he? Because they're always talking about him. He's the, he's the one name that they keep having to throw in there. Yeah. Or that and EJ Manuel. They yeah, got rid of him as well. Yeah, but Watkins Watkins actually played well when he was healthy, yeah. but EJ Manuel didn't. Really. No, no. So, uh, yeah, it's a bit of a tough one. Um, yeah, two losses, but now the Rams apparently have got the Bills receiving course. So that's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just... They, they're, they're chopping... Everything up. They're trying to get draft picks, which they've done. They've got a harem of draft picks for next year, so I think they've just decided they're going to go up in next year's draft, get one of those big quarterbacks, and uh, and rebuild. Which I don't think is a bad thing. It's the way it's the way the draft sets up. It's the way the league set up, and uh, good for them if they didn't think they had the right players, right personnel, with the right mentality. Clearly, then yeah. absolutely get rid of them. I'm, they've I'm, cleaned house. They have cleaned house, and I don't mind that. I know it's going to be tough for Bills fans, and it's disappointing when that happens, but I think it's the right thing to do um, if your team's in complete disarray. What do you reckon of their uh, first-round draft pick, Davius White, cornerback from LSU? It's a Was tough that a good one. pick for him? Yeah, I think he's a, he's a very good player, very instinctive. Um, flashes on tape, he's just always around the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to Tyron Matthew, actually, funny enough. I know he plays corner, but that's what he looked like on film, especially because he also was undersized and wore the same uniform, mm-hmm. both from LSU. But um, yeah, I like him. It's just whether he can uh, he can adapt to the physicality of the league. Um, but he is instinctive. I, I, I don't see why he wouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've seen smaller guys, Brent Grimes, etc., who've come in and done really, really well. So... Um, They've only, like kept, they like only kept two cornerbacks from their, their group last year, EJ Gaines and Kevin Seymour. So everyone else, like Sharice Wright has been brought in, Ryan Davis, Leonard Johnson. Yep. A load of rookies, so... Yeah, no, I think it's just a good pick-up for them. Mm. It's a good pick-up. And yeah, let's talk about uh, Zay Jones quickly. That was a second-round pick for them, wide receiver. I called him out, I think, as a I draft think you sleeper. did. Yeah, yeah I, um, I actually really like Zay Jones. Um, he catches everything. Right. We joked about White earlier not being able to catch anything for the Bears, but Zay Jones is just safe, safe hands. He reminds me a bit of like a Jordy Nelson type, where he's going to be that guy who's just very, okay. very consistent, can run a good route, and uh, yeah, he's just he's going to be a difference maker off- offensively, especially in third downs. Right. Um, so I think that's a real solid pick. I think he was uh, he was uh, the next step down from the the Evans and oh, sorry the Williams and. Uh, and Davis, but I thought he was a lot closer than other people did, clearly, from where he's drafted. But yeah, really good pick from the Bills there. I think they've had a good draft. Okay, so they got seven wins last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many wins are they getting this year, do you think? Do you know what? I'll probably say five. <laughs> right. Five wins. So the Dolphins lose four of their wins. The The Bills lose two of their wins. Mm-hmm. So no one's challenging New England at all then in the NFCs no. this year? No. No one's stepping up? Well, we, we haven't done the Jets yet. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> you said the Jets going to step up? No. Oh, right. No, no one's going to. The 5-11 and 11 New York Jets. 
it wasn't a great year. They've not really had a great year for a while now. No. Uh, and they haven't... Well, they brought in a few players. Mm-hmm. Morris Claiborne, for a start. I don't mind him. Another LSU defensive back. He was. A one-year deal from Dallas of five mil. Yeah. Uh, Devin Still, defensive tackle from Houston. Yep. Another one-year rental. In fact, they're all one-year rentals, really. Uh, Chandler Catanzaro, kicker. Loves hitting the post and missing <laughs> in overtime. He does. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jonathan Harris, offensive lineman from Florida. Yep. Uh, Josh McCown. Old man McCown, and he's actually been named the starter for week one. Yes, I saw that. So it's a one-year, $6 million deal. Uh, he's beaten out Christian Hackenberg and Bryce Petty is the only two other quarterbacks for that starting job. Yeah. So, tells you a lot, really, about Christian Hackenberg, that some old man can walk into the building and get the, the starting job off you. It's not... Do you know what? I feel really, really bad for Christian Hackenberg. Okay. Because he should never have been a second-round pick. No. He should never have... He won't, well, I feel a little bit bad because he shouldn't have declared. He should have stayed at Penn State for another year. Um, but he didn't. He had showed real promise under um, Bill O'Brien when he was the Penn State coach in his freshman year. It looked like he was going to be that next guy to come in, play for two seasons and be the first overall pick. Yeah. And then, uh, lo and behold, has a couple of bad years when the NFL caliber coach leaves. And... Uh, yeah, and and they just they they picked him based on his rookie, his his freshman year in college, so he's getting all this he's lumped with all this pressure, especially being in New York. So I kind of feel a bit bad for him, but at the same time, he's getting paid. If yeah, he was getting paid, and also if he was good enough, he'd be should be beaten out. Josh McCown. Josh McCown, who's thirty eight, mm. fifteen years in the league, he's been to pretty much every team, and. <laughs> Well, I just wanted to don't count. Are we playing long snapper soon? <laughs> yeah. um, Bryce Petty as well. It's his third season, and he can't beat out Josh McCown for a starting place. No. Starting place. no. Strange times in, uh, for the Jets. It was. Petty was just another one of those guys that QB coaches fall in love with when they go to pro days. Yeah. So he, was, he, he, uh, he was the replacement for uh, RG3 at Baylor. Ah. Mm. And he's a big, athletic... Guy with a two hundred and thirty pounds, arm. yeah, yeah, six foot three, no, yeah. six foot four, yeah, big guy, yeah, looks the part, Look, yeah, chucks it around in shorts <laughs> on his pro day, and everyone goes, take him with a third round pick. <laughs> I can make this guy work. <laughs> Lo and behold, he can't play under pressure. It's kind of he important. Doesn't have, and that's not to say he's not competitive. I'm saying. He doesn't have the natural instincts to slide up in the pocket. He gets mm-hmm. hit too often. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets flustered when he gets hit. And that's not a good thing for a starting quarterback. <sighs> yeah, it's just going to be another year, isn't it, where they, they still need a quarterback. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, the other people they brought in were Shamarco Thomas uh, from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Safety. Uh, Kelvin Beecham, an ex-Pittsburgh uh, guy as well, but he came from Jacksonville. Uh, three years, 24 million. That was a big signing for them. And Chris Gregg, uh, tight end. He's come from Buffalo for one year. The players that have gone... Yep. Obviously, Nick Mangold has retired. Yep. Well, he's a free agent officially. But no one's picked him up, so I'm thinking he's... It's mad. He was one of the best players in the league for... He's only 33. Yeah. He was one of the best players in the league for about four or five years. Yeah, he's not officially retired. I, I stuck that on him already. No, he's a free agent, but no one's picking him up. No. Which is quite strange. No. So maybe he's going to pull the trigger on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost Brandon Marshall, 
Yep. He's gone to the Giants for mm-hmm. two years. Uh, David Harris, inside linebacker, gone to New England. Eric Decker as well. So that was the one-two punch that they brought in. Him and Marshall. Yeah, they were good when they were both on the field together. Yeah, both gone. Uh, Marcus Decker Gil- gone? Decker's gone to Tennessee for a year. All right, four okay. mil. Uh, Marcus Gilchrist, a strong safety. He's gone to Houston. Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's probably best he went. Yep. Uh, is his beard still there or is he... Beard's... Um, I don't know. I'm not if he's been sighted in New York. Maybe in a nightclub in New York somewhere. <laughs> but uh, the rest of him has gone down to Tampa Bay. Uh, Breno Giacomi. Or Giacomini, sorry. is Right tackle. He's gone to Houston. Nick Falk, the old man kicker. has gone to Tampa Bay. Geno Smith, another quarterback they've got out of the building. It's gone to the Giants. And CJ Spiller has gone to Kansas City for a year. Yep. So, not a bad clear out, really. But, I mean... There wasn't, done. there wasn't much quality there to begin with no. let's face it so get rid of one second round pick and thrust another into the limelight <laughs> well done Jets <laughs> there seems to be some good news coming out of Jamal Adams being their, their first round pick he had a good preseason game again this week against the Giants just a great player yeah great player another LSU defensive back and they put up Marcus Sensing May as well here. another safety in the, in the second round so yep. what are we thinking King because they obviously did put a lot of onus on the you know, defense for the first couple of rounds, wide receivers third and fourth. Yeah, they had one of the steals in the draft, the the Jets. They had an absolute touch with Jamal Adams slipping. Everyone thought he was going to go like, he could have gone as high Second, as two. Second, yeah. Uh, yeah, so... Um, bears being bears. Bears being bears, yeah. 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 Okay, so we talked about, you said the Jets aren't going to challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they got five wins last year, which seems quite a lot for them really. But uh, what do we reckon for this year? I think about the same. Oh, I'm not going to take any of them to give them to the Patriots. Four? Four <laughs> wins. Go on then. Why not? I didn't want you to take any wins off them. <laughs> Four, five, six, and then whatever the Patriots get. <sighs> Smashing everybody. What yeah. a depressing division. It is depressing. But a couple of teams in rebuild mode. The Bills, I think, are the closest. Dolphins, when healthy. Mm-hmm. maybe steal a game or two off the Patriots over the next few seasons not in one season they're not going to win a few games but in uh, over the next few seasons they could steal a few games um, but yeah Jets are miles off Bills are in re- full rebuild mode so they're going to be a few years away so yeah it's basically how well can the Dolphins do and how much does Tom Brady's age impact his ability to perform we just don't know we don't know and will Bel- <laughs> Belichick retire when Tom Brady goes? Mm, probably not. Probably not, because Garoppolo <laughs> looks pretty good. <laughs> you know, yeah. the, the only good thing for me about the AFC East is that you do typically tend to see the division rivals beat the Patriots at least once a season. Yeah, You usually get the Bills or the Dolphins do get a win out of them. Maybe not the Jets, but no, yeah, you typically I, do see at least one win for the Dolphins and one win for the Bills against them. You do. The Bills won last year. There was was against the third choice guy, wasn't it? It wasn't oh, even Brissett. Garoppolo. Yeah, it was Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Um, and they were celebrating that like it was the Super Bowl. So that's quite funny. <laughs> you got to take what you're given yeah. in Buffalo against the Patriots. You got to take it. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, there is normally an upset or two, which is quite fun. Hmm. It's, it's funny because um, they've always tried to poach players from from other teams within the division. You know, Wes Welker from. The Dolphins, they now got yeah. Gilmore, um, Gillisley from the Bills. So it's quite interesting. The Patriots are quite shrewd when they feel someone breathing down their neck. They go, 
take him away. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, well, that's good business, I guess. But yeah, yeah, it's, it is interesting. I like, I like the it's fact interesting, that the but underdogs can still win. They can win the battle, but they never win the war. Never. That Patriots team's too efficient, too well coached, and they've quarterbacks too good. Yeah, we should call it just a foregone conclusion. Pretty much, it will be until he retires. I think. Hmm. Which well, will be in eight years or whatever he said. <laughs> Brady. Uh, yeah, probably at this point, probably is Belichick. Because if Garoppolo is what we think he is, then uh, yeah, probably will be when Belichick retires. Let's take a break then, King, and come mm. back for the final part of this week's podcast. Okay? Let's. Welcome back, guys, to the final part of the Jim and the King NFL podcast for week three. And this week, King, we're looking at teams that could be rising in the East. Indeed. I think so, maybe. Indeed, yeah. Yeah, because obviously we know what's risen in the AFC East. Mm-hmm. Jesus, go down already. But uh, let's look at the NFC East, which was up until probably last year, quite rightly called the NFC Least. It was. And when I started watching it, it was one of the best leagues in the, in well, one of the best divisions in the league. Mm. Sort of the and early, it's early, kind of it's kind of coming back around again, isn't it? Yeah, early two thousands. Yeah, it was. Uh, you had a few powerhouses with the Cowboys, Giants, and Eagles. Yeah, three teams with a winning record this mm-hmm. season, uh, and two of them got through to the playoffs. Yeah, let's start with the team that finished top of the NFC in the regular season. Okay, the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, thirteen and three. Mm-hmm. Very good season. Excellent season. Oof. Despite losing their franchise quarterback. Mm, they've now got a new franchise they quarterback. Have, they have, yeah. Who's on a rookie contract. They <laughs> are loving, loving it. Loving it. Yeah. Jerry Jones needs the money to pay all of Zeke's uh, lawyer's bills, I think. <laughs> Still drafted him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you did. You did draft him in fantasy. Mm-hmm. Well, the computer did. Yeah. Anyway... Anyway, so yeah, the Dallas Cowboys, very successful regular season and a really disappointing postseason. Yep. For the Cowboys came a cropper because of one Aaron Rodgers, who is, oh yeah, he's still on the roster at the Packers. He's so. still there, yep, 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 they'll be fine. They'll be, <laughs> we'll be fine. So let's have a look at who the, ro- the Cowboys have brought onto their roster, if I can say it properly, mm-hmm. uh, in the offseason. So cornerback, they brought in Nolan Carroll, because obviously they got rid of... Um, Morris Claiborne. Brandon Carr and Morris Claiborne and Morris Claiborne no yeah because we talked about him in another segment oh they got rid of Morris Claiborne yeah sorry yes god jeez ah there go on (laughs) keep going we all make mistakes I don't don't often but you make a lot of mistakes so just let's just keep going oh the look (laughs) (laughs) love it Okay, they also brought in the defensive end Demontre Moore from Seattle in a two-year deal, 1.65 mil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Payer, defensive tackle from Cleveland on yep. a one-year, $2 million deal. Mm-hmm. And just a f- just three more. Ronnie Hillman, running back from uh, the Chargers. You know about him. I do. Robert Blanton, safety from Buffalo. And Byron Bell, tackle from Tennessee. And uh, they re-signed Terrence Williams, wide receiver, on a four-year, $17 million deal. Damn. Damn. Good for that guy. Yeah. First two years are worth 9.5 each for him, so. Oh. Not bad. No. 
Of course, there are two players currently on the reserve slash suspended by commissioner list. Yeah. Randy Gregory and Ezekiel as, Elliott. As always, Randy Gregory. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he's uh, got a summer house there. And uh, <laughs> on the injured reserve, there's Zach Desert. Mm-hmm. Desert. Quarterback. And Connor Hamlet. It's a he just tight sounds end. like an actor. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay. Whereas Ezekiel Elliott's the big one. He is. He's the big one. He is. They're appealing the uh, suspension of six games at the moment. Okay. Jerry Jones again is saying there's no evidence. There's nothing. Well, we know there's no evidence, Jerry, but uh, that's not the point. Yeah. So Jerry Jones spectacularly missing the point there. Yeah. Spectacularly. Spe- I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce anything there. <laughs> I'm questioning <laughs> everything. Uh, let's talk about the players that have left. So we did mention Ron Leary in a previous podcast. He's gone to Denver. Yeah, uh, for thirty six mil, Barry Church, strong safety, has gone to Jacksonville on a four year, twenty six million dollar deal. Right. Uh, Brandon Carr has gone to Baltimore, that we know about. Uh, Terrell McLean, defensive end, has gone to Washington. Jack Crawford, defensive end, has gone to Atlanta. JJ Wilcox, free safety, has gone to Tampa Bay. Morris Claiborne, we just talked about, went to the Jets for cornerback. Uh, and then you've got defensive end Ryan Davis has gone to Buffalo for two years. Mark Sanchez has left the building. He's gone to the Bears. Uh, Lance Dunbar, running back, has gone to LA. Gavin Escobar, tight end, has gone to Kansas City. And Andrew Gakar? Gachkar? Gaker? Gaker? <laughs> Could be. Uh, outside linebacker has gone to Jacksonville. Okay. Good luck, Andrew Gachkar. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bleep that bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what do we reckon then? Very strong. Yeah. Claiborne had had a good year last year, but he's been up and down since being a very, very high draft pick for him. We talked about their problems <clears throat> in the backfield all yeah. last season. It came yeah, it was their downfall really, when you talk about Aaron Rodgers just throwing bombs against them. Oh, in the back end rather than backfield, because they had Ezekiel Elliott. I meant the defensive backfield. Oh right, yeah, yeah, defensive backfield. Yeah. Um he uh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. I think also stems from they got a bit more pass rush last year, but they they still struggled, yeah. frankly, um, and having Sean Lee missing for portions of every year is also <laughs> very difficult for them because yes. he's um, he's a bit of a ball hawk linebacker, um, sets them up nicely. So whether they're blitzing or not, he makes snapshot decisions, um, and he yeah it, they tend to miss him when he's when he's out. So they um, focused on uh, defense in the draft. King obviously yep. first round they went for Taco Charlton at the defensive end to get that pass rush. Yeah, hopefully. Didn't uh, work with Randy Gregory. Let's hope he does with Taco Charlton. Exactly. Second You're a big th- fan, aren't you? I am a big fan of Taco. Yeah. I do like Taco. Mm. Uh, second and third round, he went cornerback. Second round, of course, with the best draft announcement from Drew Pearson ever. Mm-hmm. Drafting uh, Chidobi Awuzie mm-hmm. from Colorado. I'm going to have to play that clip. Wait, wait. 
That is an all-time great pick announcement. I am standing and applauding Drew Pearson soaking in the hate and spitting it back. Hey, look. Oh, they loved it. That's red meat for that draft party there in Frisco, Texas. Fantastic. <laughs> it's He's, just the best. It is the best. That is the best. He um And Jordan Lewis from Michigan in the third round. Uh yeah. Um was he from uh, Colorado? He's a very mm. good player. I thought he might be a first rounder. Mm. Um, so that's a really strong pickup. That should help there solidify their secondary. And um, and yeah, Taco Charlton could be that elite guy. The biggest factor though in the draft for them, biggest rookie this year for them, Spitzer. No. <laughs> Go on, Jalen. Oh yeah, Smith. Jalen Smith. Was he was wasn't drafted this year. No, but he's a rookie still. Did yeah, he play well, a single game. No, last year, injured by I believe it was Decker. After the play, shoved him, jumps, busted up his knee. Right, was out all of last year. He was. He was the best player in last year's draft. The two best players I think watching last year were Miles Jack and Jalen Smith, and Jalen Smith I thought was the best player. Notre Dame, linebacker, he could be that leader that they need when inevitably Sean Lee gets injured. Yeah. And he, once Sean Lee has to retire due to injury, he's going to fill that, fill that mould. He is fantastic. He's not on the reserve, uh, uninjured anymore. So. No, no. He's playing. He's practising. Mm. He, if he comes back healthy, like Adrian Peterson did when he got injured, and you hope this for a young player, you really hope that, he could be one of the best linebackers in the league. He is that special. Okay. He's immense. Mm. I can't wait to see him this year. <laughs> they might they might bring him in slowly, but the next couple of seasons, watch out for Jalen Smith. If he can stay healthy and it hasn't impacted him and he plays anything like he did at Notre Dame, he will be one of the best linebackers in the league. It's always intriguing, isn't it? We had to so, wait a year for Dante Fowler. It didn't do an awful lot at Jacksonville. No. But, uh, and they, uh, what was funny was all the reports in training camp of Fowler was they had to tell him to slow down. Yeah. He was destroying their line. Speed up again, mate. Yeah, speed Maybe. up. Speed up now? Speed up in the game? <laughs> Maybe. Come on. No, 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 you're okay. You're okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right, do what you want. Uh, so, okay, the Cowboys, what do you reckon? I, 13 and 3. Yeah, I think they win 12 Top games. 12 games. Yeah, is that because of Elliot not being there? They've re-signed Darren McFadden. You've gone silent. That was deliberate. <laughs> that was. They got Alfred Morris as well. Yeah, Morris is a good player. Morris is nice, a nice, uh, a nice piece for them. Mm. I think that it's just really hard to win thirteen games. I don't think that they're going to be any worse of a team than they were the year before. Yeah, it's just, and also now there's a bl- well, there's not a blueprint, but there's enough film now in Dak Prescott for people to actually assess him. He's um, just so accurate. It doesn't super, really matter. Super accurate. And Des Bryant was injured for a lot of last year. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just still think, I genuinely believe it's so hard to win 13 games in the NFL. But they and might I have think better cornerbacks now. Doesn't matter. I think the 12 wins will get you in the playoffs and that'll mm. be enough to win the division. So okay. I think they'll win the division. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I better move on then quickly before you say anything disparaging against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the team that finished second, and this is a real head scratch, was the New York Giants. 11-5. and five. Yep. Great defense though. Yes. They had a very, 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 very good defense last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's have a look at who they brought in. So they did bring in some defensive help still. 
Uh, Devin Taylor coming in for Detroit at defensive end. Yep. Just on the one-year deal. Uh, they brought in DJ Fluker, a guard from the Chargers. They did, yep. And again, one-year deal, three mil. Uh, Geno Smith has uh, moved across from the Jets to the Giants. Yep. And they they drafted Davis Webb on the third round. Uh, Sean Drawn, running back from San Fran. Again, a one-year a one deal. Juki Nacho from Washington, a one-year deal. Uh, safety. Rhett Ellison, tight end from Minnesota on a four-year, $18 million deal. That's quite a lot for Rhett Ellison. Yeah. Yeah. I it, guess. It is. I guess. They've only really got Evan Ingram as the first-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Apart from that, Jarrell Adams, Matt, La- Matt Lacoste, and Will Tyers are any other tight ends. So they had to bring in someone, I suppose. Yeah, a high draft pick. I think he could be a real game-breaker. Ingram. Ingram caught two passes in the last He's basically a wide receiver, isn't yeah, he? So. pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. They also signed Brandon Marshall because they got rid of uh, Victor Cruz. So they need some old, old wide receiver to uh, f- plug the gap. Two-year, eleven million deal for Brandon Marshall. That's yeah, quite... but he's he's just a physical guy, isn't he? And he I guess he would everything. take take a, a defender out of the way, wouldn't he? He will. If nothing else. Do you know? Do you want to know a little stat that I got from ESPN about their other wide receiver that everyone talks about? Oh, Sterling Shepard. No, the other one. OBJ. OBJ. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, hey, hey, hey. hey? It's a family show. Yeah, but OBJ. <laughs> yeah, the way you said it. Oh, okay. Oh. BJ. <laughs> we don't say it like that, way. We don't say it like that, no. No. Never again. What about him? Um, he averages, or he's averaged 95.9 receiving yards per game in his career, which is the highest <laughs> mark for a player in the first three seasons in NFL history. That's crazy. 95.9 yards per game average. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he does break them, doesn't he? He is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I like the Brandon Marshall edition. Hopefully Shepard can take another step forward after a, having a, a f- sterling first year, first year. See what I did there? <laughs> yes, well done, sir. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Ingram, I think, uh, another another could be another playmaker. So uh, I like what they're doing. Mm. I like what they're doing on offense. I like Janaris Jenkins. I think he's a real under-the-radar, very elite cornerback. Okay. Jason Pierre-Paul's not been impacted by his uh, hand injury. Mm-hmm. He's still being productive. And uh, Werner's just swallows people inside. Yeah. So, yeah, they've got a nice, nice balance, balanced uh, defense. And what? how can I not mention Landon Collins, who might be the best safety in the league? Yeah, it's uh, shameful you didn't. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, they brought in Dalvin Tomlinson in the second round, a defensive tackle out of Alabama. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. They need some extra help on the interior line. Yep. Uh, we've talked about Davis Webb briefly. Uh, Wayne Gorman, running back from Clemson. Okay. Any news on him? Do you know what? I don't really know much about him. Um, Clemson, it's similar to LSU being the defensive back place for every defensive back. Mm-hmm. Clemson's just been a wide receiver factory. So, yeah. So uh, they don't tend to run the ball that often. So I don't actually know that much about him. Players that have left the Giants over the offseason, the biggest one was Jonathan Hankins, defensive tackle, has gone to Indianapolis Okay, for three years, 27 mil. Yep. Robbie Gould, 35-year-old kicker, has gone to San Fran. Yep. Marshall Newhouse, right tackle, only 28. He's gone to Oakland. Cody Sensabar, cornerback, went to Pittsburgh for two years. Victor Cruz, wide receiver, has gone to Chicago. Trevin Wade, 
has, and Larry Donnella gone to Baltimore, cornerback and tight end. Bobby Rainey, the running back, has gone to Baltimore. And uh, Ryan Nassib, corner, uh, quarterback, has gone to New Orleans. Okay. No loss. Kelvin Shepard, inside linebacker, has gone to Chicago. Uh, the other one uh, was An- Antoine Blake was signed um, from Tennessee. Yep. Used to be at Pittsburgh before mm-hmm. that, the cornerback. But he's already left the team uh, before the last preseason game. So they signed him, but he's walked away from the team. There's no official word yet of what he what he did, but it just sounds like he just packed his bags. Interesting. Maybe he did something and they told him to leave and they're discretionary. Yeah. Where'd he come from before? What teams? Tennessee. Where else? <laughs> he came from Pittsburgh before that. Yeah, he probably did something then, didn't he? He wasn't that great as a cornerback, to be honest, so it's I'm like not surprised soap he's bummed around from after that. the hotel that. room or something, I don't know. No, no. Uh, just, yeah, could be anything. Could be anything. I'm just speculating. Hmm. Speculating. You definitely are speculating. Let's speculate on where the Giants are going to end up this season then, King. Should we move on? Um, do you know what? I have no idea. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. I think they'll have a winning record, so I think maybe nine wins. Can I be controversial and say that whatever they do will be despite the quarterback? Is, well, yeah. You just said it. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, they just seem to mask the inefficiency of the quarterback. Do you know what masks inefficiencies? In, ineffectiveness. Do you know what masks ineffective and inefficient quarterback <laughs> play? You know OBJ. OBJ does. <laughs> he. Do you know what? When he turns a slant into a seventy-yard touchdown, mm. which he seems to do every week. Yeah. What? Borne out by the facts. Yeah. 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 So uh, that will help, frankly. Yeah. Those dink and dunk TDs. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't very controversial what I said then? I don't think it is. I think if you'd have said it a couple of years ago, the problem is it's always controversial because the guy's got two Super Bowl rings. Yeah. And he's got surname Manning. But <laughs> yeah. he... Uh, but so is Ralph Schumacher. He's got <laughs> his same surname as a really good driver. Yes, he does. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I uh, I don't think that's particularly controversial personally, but for some people, maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I agree. Tell I me, tell me why. Yeah, if if you're out there, guys, tell me why Eli Manning is such a great quarterback. I'd yeah. love to know. Hit him up on Twitter at Jim and the King. Oh, <laughs> there we go. So we don't know where the Giants are going to end up in their winning. <laughs> Nine record. wins. Nine wins. Nine yeah. wins. Nice and safe. Okay, yeah. okay. Let's move on from the Giants. Yeah. To the eight and seven mm-hmm. Washington Redskins. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, last season they made the playoffs. This season, they didn't. Yet, somehow, Kirk Cousins is the hottest property on trade options. And is he going to sign a long-term contract? Is he not going to sign? Yeah, I don't know if he's going to sign. Is he going to sign? I don't really care. Probably not, based on the fact he's not signed for two years. No. (laughs) He wants some money. He'll be a free agent. He wants some money. And when you've only got Colt McCoy and Nate Sudfield as your other quarterbacks... Mm -hmm. He's in a great position. Carl McCoy's not that bad. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> he just actually snorted everywhere. That is so disgusting. It was just a hold for laughter. It's like you wouldn't say how can you say that? He's not that bad. What? Carl McCoy's not that bad. Colt McCoy <laughs> Why are you still laughing? He won games for the Browns. <laughs> he actually won games for the Browns. What games did he win for the Browns? Games? What games? Games. 
You don't. He didn't. He did win. He just didn't. He did win games for the Browns. Oh my god. Okay. We've gone massively off topic now because we shouldn't be talking because about Cotton McCoy ever. Snorted I, I didn't snort ever. I was just laughing. Oh god. Uh, yeah, Cotton McCoy's not that bad. Um, they. <laughs> Can't that lie. That is ridiculous. What are you I'm looking. You carry on. I'm going to look up Colt McCoy's record now. All right, do it. Yeah, well, I'll do that. You can talk about Colt McCoy. Well, don't talk about Colt McCoy. <laughs> you can talk, talk about Colt McCoy. Don't talk about he Colt McCoy. He came out of Texas. Talk about... He was a Heisman finalist with Tim no. Tebow and Sam Bradford. <sighm> yeah. The where year that where Sam do you Bradford finish up on it. that one? Oh, you want more facts on Colt McCoy? No, I don't want... I'm not looking up anything. I'm just Damn it. off the cuff, man. Talk about the Redskins, all right? So last season, mm-hmm. they made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This season... Yeah. they The interesting thing, so they've lost Deshaun Jackson. They've lost... Pierre Garçon, which for most teams would be horrific because they're two good receivers. What's great is they've managed to get one of the steals of free agency in Terrell Pryor, who I think is poised to become one of the top five receivers in the league. Um, and it's they've also got a now healthy Josh Doxson coming back for a second year. Uh, hopefully he'll come back and, and make an impact for them. Um, so actually they've, they've had two out, but two very very capable receivers coming in um, which I like um, Ryan Kerrigan's a solid player they've got one of the best left tackles in the league um, protecting Kirk Cousins who's a bit of an old fashioned gunslinger he has some epic sound bites at least once a year so I like him Yeah. anyone with a Gruden surname I like so I like their coach he's ballsy as well he's not, he's not afraid to drop people or call people out in the media which I quite like um yeah, so I think they're a good team. They're going to be aggressive. They're going to throw the ball a lot. Jordan Reed's a good tight end. And uh, defence, you know, they play shrewd enough defence. They're not the best in the world, but they're, uh, they're pretty stout. So, uh, yeah, I like what I like what they've got to offer. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm still looking this up because this is, this is going to really bug me now. What, Colt McCoy's stats? Yeah. Why are you in... Why Is why? he even in the list? For what? For all quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, there he is, there he is. Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy. Yeah. He, okay, so Colt McCoy, God, he's so low down from everything. He's played 25 games, he's won seven games. And go. lost 18. There you go. All right, so he's won games. He's won games, mate. Jeez. He's won games. He's not that bad. <laughs> he's not. <laughs> He's not that bad. Do you, okay, Browns, okay, mate. okay. Would you trade him to the Chargers? No, because he's not better than Rivers. <laughs> As a backup? No, uh, maybe. As uh, a backup. Oh, you're kidding. That backfired. You're, just, you're in a hole now and you have to dig yourself out of it. What do you mean I'm in a hole? I don't have to dig myself out. I can't believe you believe this. I, I do believe it. I don't think he's that bad. All right. Mate, he had, in the mate. 2013 season, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Stat, 100%... Completion percentage. <laughs> How many throws? One throw. One throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's not Tom Brady, basically. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Although he did <sighs> rush for minus six yards. <sighs> yes. <laughs> Look, I'm going to talk about the Redskins now, okay? Because we're completely wasting our time on their sibling. Okay? So, who'd they bring in? Two defensive linemen. Uh, Terrell McLean from Dallas, we talked about. And Stacey McGee uh, from Oakland. Two big money deals there. Four years for 21 mil for, for McLean. Five years, 25 mil for McGee. So they obviously splashed out there. 
Uh, linebackers, they picked up Zach Brown from Buffalo and Chris Carter from Indianapolis. And if I go down, they picked up DJ Swearinger at safety from Arizona for three years, 13.5 mil. EJ Bibbs from Jacksonville at tight end. And two wide receivers. Here's the big one. Terrell Pryor from Cleveland on a one-year $6 million deal. Brian Quick from LA Rams on a one-year Brian, not so, yeah. $855,000. <laughs> I mentioned Pryor. I think he's going to be a top five receiver this year. Top five receiver? Mm-hmm. Holy mackerel. Do you know why? Because he's playing with a gunslinger. He's going to toss it up to him. Mm. I've seen a Colt couple McCoy. of plays. I've seen a couple of plays. Mate. Let's go back to let's look, No, let's, I'm not crap. even joking. What have 20, I done? Ready for this? 2015. Yeah, 63.6% completion percentage. Passer yeah. rating. You don't even understand <laughs> this, mate. Passer rating of 133.9. Mm-hmm. And he had 100% Wasting more touchdowns time. than he did inter- interceptions. 100% more? Yeah. All right. Yeah. You can give us some actual facts then, Rob, just the percentages. He had one touchdown. <laughs> Yeah. 13 yeah. yard average. Uh, sorry, 11.6 yard average, passing mm-hmm, average. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 63%. 7 of 11 completions for 128 yeah. yards and a touchdown in Brilliant. the one game he played. Was that a preseason game? No, that's a regular season oh, okay, game. Okay, okay. Right. Can you argue with them stats? <laughs> I can argue with those stats. One game. Yeah. Why didn't he get a second game if it was that good? Well, because Kirk Cousins is a good quarterback. Right. The players that have gone, as you've mentioned already, were Pierre Garçon and Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've also lost Chris Baker. He's gone to Tampa Bay, uh, defensive tackle. Three years, 15.75 mil. Ricky Jean-Francois, another defensive tackle, has gone to Green Bay. Uh, John Sullivan, the centre, 32 years old, has gone to LA. Uh, Terrence Garvin, inside linebacker, has gone to Seattle. And Duke Inacho has gone to the Giants. So okay. seven players out. Mm-hmm. Not bad. They brought in about seven uh, new players. Resigned a couple of a uh, couple of mainstays like Ziggy Hood. Let's talk about the drafts quickly then. So Jonathan Allen, defensive lineman, yeah, from Bama. Bama, great, great pickup. Ryan Anderson, linebacker from Bama in the second round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fabio Moreau, cornerback from UCLA in the third round. They really did focus on the uh, the defense, yeah, a defense they'd say. Yeah, no, they did. Um, I think that Jonathan Allen could be a, one of the steals. Mm-hmm. I didn't like these slid. There's obviously some injury concerns there, but he is uh, he was another one touted to be a top three pick. Yeah, it's just on film and talent alone was a top three pick. So uh, they had a real touch him falling that far down. It was one of the Laramie Tunsil type situations where none of the teams above them had assessed him. Yeah, didn't have enough time whereas at least they had 15 minutes 15 minutes 15 minutes 15 minutes yeah actually we're comfortable with this we made a couple yeah. of calls yeah so uh, yeah it's good. strange how he fell so far nice, down nice pick up yeah there was just concerns just the injury, about his isn't knees it? and stuff yeah. wasn't it um, yeah uh, he could be a really solid pick he's going to help next to Ryan Kerrigan mm-hmm. be a nice one-two punch there for them yeah and uh, yeah Terrell Pryor watch out top five receiver this year one bad bit of news just uh, recently for the uh, Redskins was that Phil Taylor senior defensive lineman from Baylor is out for the year with a quad injury so this is his fifth season yeah um, that's okay it's not as bad as I thought it'd be I yeah. about to say that Colt, Colt McCoy Colt McCoy yeah <laughs> tragically struck down um, alright okay so 
It was a. They just signed an extension. Just there is news though, mate. Go on. From last season. What's that? Colt McCoy signed a three-year extension. Yeah. 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 It's a nine million dollar deal, or as you would call it, nine. <laughs> Nine million and no nine point zero zero nine point no hundred thousands three year contract yeah one point eight million signing bonus one point eight million guaranteed uh, with an av- uh, average annual salary of three million um, and that was uh, that was in March of last year I think so uh, he's uh, he's locked up they've locked him up they've brilliant got, they've got their quarterback of the future hallelujah. Mm-hmm. As I keep saying, the Redskins had a worse year last year than they did the year before. Yeah. Okay. Still had a winning record, but they didn't make the playoffs because of the rise of the Cowboys and the Giants. So what's happening with the Redskins this year? Are they still playing catch up to those two teams? What was the record last year? Eight and seven last year. Eight and seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to take one of my wins off of the Giants. Well, eight, eight, seven, and one. That's why it sounds weird. Yeah, I was going to say, like, what's going on here? There was a draw in there. I was like, eight and so that well, we watched that draw. It was against the Bengals. Remember? Oh yeah, we were there live. Yeah, wow. I remember that game in Wembley. In Wembley, mm. that was a good game. It was a very good game. Yeah, but eight and seven and one. Are they doing better than that? Or yeah, they are doing better. Oh, what do you reckon then? Well, they're not doing better. What? <laughs> they're not doing better. They're going to have less draws than they had last year. Right. Same amount of wins. Oh, so it's going to be an eight and eight season. I think so. Okay. Maybe a nine and seven. Maybe. Depends if Colt gets a game, doesn't it? If Colt's in there, mate, they're going to be pushing for the Cowboys. Last team, last team. <laughs> <laughs> the Philadelphia Eagles. Right. King, the last team this week. Last mm-hmm. team in the East. Mm-hmm. Um, they finished seven and nine. That's last season. pretty good for Carson Wentz. For his rookie season, yeah. Yep. They clearly have hit something there mm-hmm. in terms of a, a future-proof mm-hmm. quarterback. Um, which means that this entire division is now really competitive. It is, and it's annoying because I think I'm just going to give everyone the same amount of wins except the Cowboys. <laughs> <Except the, laughs> because if you look at it, it, you live and die by your quarterback except for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Who still got? I mean, yeah, I, I say a lot of nasty things about Eli Manning, but he still is at least serviceable as a quarterback. He's not in the bottom rung of quarterbacks, so no. And if you've got such good talent around you, then it, it gives you that many wins. Mm-hmm. Let's have a look at who the Eagles have drafted in then to try and keep the move going. Yep, uh, Patrick Robinson, a cornerback from Indianapolis. Yep, he's coming. This is eighth season. Uh, Chris Long, we talked about earlier, has come across from New England. Uh, defensive end defensive tackle Gabe Wright has come from Cleveland it's his third year from Auburn okay uh, Chance Warmack has come from Tennessee at guard mm-hmm. he's a Bama guard mm-hmm. uh, a bit further down so two qu- two quarterbacks have come in Nick Foles back to the fold and Matt McCloy from Oakland so they're joining Carson Wentz as backups Clearly, yeah. And Dane Evans is uh, currently there as a rookie, but probably won't make the, the roster. No, I don't think so. Uh, the Garrett Blunt is not going to be playing for Belichick for at least half a season, we think. So he's come across from New England. Yeah, until he k- throws his toys out the pram and they bring exactly. him back on a minimum deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey Graham, safety from Buffalo. Yep. 
Olshon Jeffrey, big signing there from Chicago. Huge one sign. year, 9.5 mil, but I guess it's because of the injuries that you don't want to put too much on the on the table. It's one of the things where he's he's. I think he's going to do what Jeremy Macklin did, ironically with the Eagles, where yeah. you sign a one-year deal, back yourself to get that big extension next year. Yeah, I think Jeffrey expects to get that big extension next year. Mm. Whether that's with the the uh, the Eagles, Eagles or, or not, we don't else, yeah. we don't know. But I think he's he's basically going to back his performance, and he's playing with a quarterback in Wentz who's going to slang it to him. So, well, the other one is Tory Smith. Deep yep. threat from San Francisco on a three-year, $15 million deal. Yep. So, uh, not bad pickups there, I wouldn't have No, no, said. I like it. I like what they're doing as an organisation. They also drafted Mac Hollins and Shelton Gibson in the fourth and fifth rounds mm-hmm. at wide receiver. Uh, let's talk about the draft quickly, because obviously it was in Philadelphia this year, first time ever, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of pressure. They got Derek Barnett, didn't they, as well? Yeah. I was going to say, that was their first pick. Was Derek Barnett? Oh, sorry, I missed you say that. Sorry, that's my fault. Well, I haven't said it yet. I was saying it was their a lot oh, of pressure. Right. There we go. And so when they came to their first pick, they mm-hmm. picked Derek Barnett, defensive end from Tennessee. Yep. We think that was a solid pick, don't we? I said the, I think he's the best pure pass rusher in the draft. So, right. And I'm sticking to it. Okay. So I think yeah, very solid pick for him. They also picked up Sidney Jones, who was injured before the draft at yep. cornerback. Yeah. Who from would have Washington been a, would have been a top fifteen pick if he was healthy. Yeah. They picked him up second round, so it's still a high pick. Great value. Great value. Okay. I like both picks there. Solidify the defence, address the uh, offence in free agency. Next year. It's going to be like a Jalen Smith situation, right? I think he's going to be... F- oh, no, he won't be fit this year. The The thought was that he's going to have to sit the entire year. Okay. Well, yeah, just an investment. But they did bring uh, Russell Douglas in on the third round at cornerback as well mm-hmm. from West Virginia. Yep. Looks like they had a pretty good, pretty good draft in their hometown yeah they did really well because they obviously traded that first round pick to the Vikings yeah um, sorry traded their first round pick last year to trade up yes and go and get Wentz and then traded Bradford for a first round pick yeah they got that back so they yeah. retained one yeah so, for Derek Barnett yeah Yeah. so that was a shrewd bit of business for them there where they actually desperation from invest, the Vikings yeah desperation from the Vikings but it meant they didn't actually invest that much in Carson Wentz who looks no out of out of the two, Jared Goff and, and Wentz looks like the the right choice. So yes. uh, that's some shrewd business there from the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. I like what they're doing. Uh, nine players have left mm-hmm. uh, over the off season. The highest uh, paid of those was Nolan Carroll, cornerback from who's gone to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, Benny Logan, defensive tackle, has gone to Kansas City. Connor Barwin, outside linebacker, has gone to LA. Mm-hmm. So is Brian Bram- Bramman, uh, outside linebacker, has gone to New Orleans. And Chase Daniel, quarterback's gone to New Orleans. Ken John Barner, running back's gone to the Chargers. Uh, Josh Luribus, center, has gone to New Orleans. Marcus Smith, defensive end, has gone to Seattle. And Aaron Murray, quarterback, has gone to LA. Yeah, Connor Barwin's the guy who um, has been good Yeah, for the last few years. Um, dropped off a bit last year, I believe, but up to that point, a, a, you could almost notch double-digit sacks for that guy. Mm. Um yeah, real good player, but he is getting on. You know, he's thirty. They can address it in the draft, which they have done. Um, so uh, yeah, it's the last couple of years he's uh, he's dropped off fourteen and a half, seven, five. So I understand why they've then gone for for the youth and on a rookie contract as well. So uh, yeah, totally understand that that move. Um, but he's the real big name they've lost. Yeah, 
along with Nolan Carroll, which I know you mentioned. The real big problem for the Eagles last year was the wide receiver. Yeah, group. They, the terrible wide receiver. Do we think they fixed it now with Jeffrey and Tory Smith? Um, I like Tory Smith. Um, I think he's a solid pickup. Um, it's a shame that Jeff. The only thing I actually, I think Jeffrey would be great for him. He's the right yeah. type of receiver um, for that team. I just the frustrating thing is it's only for a year. If it really clicks, hopefully he will want to stay. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it really clicks, or and he doesn't want to stay, you're in exactly the same position. Except you've now you you've now set your quarterback up for regression because he'll be used <laughs> to throwing to a big body guy, and yeah, you, they're tough to come by. So uh, yeah, as I think they have, as long as they can extend Jeffrey beyond this year. He was always a bit of an enigma in Chicago, wasn't he, Jeffrey? Because mm-hmm. he was very silent, never really talked at all. Um, no, but he just went about his business and, and caught lots of deep balls. Yeah, so. he's he's a good player. He um he slipped in the draft because he had a, a a bit of a shoddy last year in college. Right. Um, he actually reminds me a bit of of Mike Evans. Mike Evans was more consistent throughout his college career mm-hmm. um, than Jeffrey. I think it was South Carolina. Um, but he um. They both struggle to show separation or get separation in college. Yeah. Um, but both of them just caught a ton of balls. So I, I, that sort of gives me high hope for, for Williams with the Chargers. Um, but, you know, there's been a few guys like Treadwell who's, who's not even really seen the field for, for the Vikings where if you can't get that separation. But, uh, yeah, uh, Jeffrey's proven commodity. And I like the fact he keeps his head down and just and knuckles, you know, knuckles down and, and just plays the game the way he is built to play it, which is with physicality, high point in the ball, and being a red zone threat. I've got, I'm just thinking, I mean, over the last six or seven years, mm-hmm. there's only OBJ, mm-hmm. Martavis Bryant, and Alshon Jeffrey that have performed catches that just made my jaw drop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeffrey's just one of those three that when he's on his game, yeah, yeah. he's unstoppable. Yeah, absolutely unstoppable. I mean, people, you got people like uh, uh, Antonio Brown and Julio Jones that make great catches as well. But mm-hmm. yeah, Jeffrey, you don't expect it so much, you know. You, would, but back when in Chicago, it was always uh, Brandon Marshall was number one. Yep, Jeffrey was number two. But the catches he made, you know, just had no right to make some of those catches. Yeah, yeah. No, he's a good player. He'll be a he'll be a deep threat as well as a, um as well as a red zone threat. So just yeah. hope he stays healthy. Yeah, and hopefully they can extend him because he'll be a real big addition. And uh, I think we'll really catapult the development of Carson Wentz as well. So mm-hmm. um, I don't think they're quite. It's a win-win. I don't think they're quite there as a team, but I think that they make that as an organization. Um, I've been so impressed what they've done over the last couple of years. Yeah, and they're really making steps forward. So it's good. Excellent. Mm. And with that, King, we have finished the uh, the East, mm-hmm. AFC, and NFC. Yep. There's only one more point of the compass to do. There is. And one more week of preseason. And then we can finally get into our regular stuff of picking out actual NFL games to talk about. Yep. Uh, yep. Also, the rosters will be trimmed down. So the people we've been looking at, you know, some of them won't be on those rosters anymore. Yep. Um, get the pup list out. So last minute tweets yep. on your old fantasy as well, which everyone Ooh. loves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Start making trades. Yep. And uh, yeah. Why are you looking at me for that? <laughs> I just know you're looking at the pup list. Okay. I am. <laughs> I am. Yeah, no, exciting times. Exciting times. We'll be back for reals soon, so I'm excited. Yeah, so as you know, guys, we've only got one more point of the start to go. The South 
If you've got any questions about any of the NFC or AFC South teams you want us to address in the next episode, please let us know mm-hmm. on Twitter or Instagram at Jim and the King. Um, also at our website, jimandtheking.com, where you can uh, email us or just, you know, just look at our lovely uh, visages. Indeed, indeed. And, and listen to other shows as well. Yeah, and everyone's all over it. I know everyone's all over it. Mm. But if you have any fantasy questions, guys, if you've not had your draft yet, or if you have and some players are injured, <laughs> yeah. let's say you've drafted Edelman with a third round pick, then uh, <laughs> you know, that. feel free to tweet us and we can hap- we will happily offer suggestions. Yeah. And give you some advice. Fantasy guru king. Well, is, I, did, uh, I did win. You came second, though. You, I did come did second. Well. So thanks very much. You did well. If you're not first, you're last. That's it. That is what <laughs> I thought. I'm trying to be nice. You're never nice. Not to me, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. So, well, thanks very much. Uh, we're going to go off now until next Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But until then, I've been Jim. That's been The King. And thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm.